welcome back to season two of Becoming Super Podcast. Yes, Happy New Year. And I'm one of your hosts, Scott Councilman. And I'm Angelica Councilman. Today we're going to be talking about how network marketing works. I know that, you know, for a lot of people, network marketing is kind of this unknown, elusive, weird thing that's a little bit scary. Uh, but once you know exactly what it is and it's how it really, works, it's really simple. It's really simple. It's not that scary. It's going to actually force a lot of good changes out of you if you take it that way. Yeah. Um, but it's all about how you take it. So you can easily blame people for it or the business for some of the failures, but uh, ultimately it's up to you. But mm-hmm. um, really, this is one of the questions that we saw that was like getting asked the most. Yeah. Um, how does network marketing work? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't know. Um, and so we're going to dive right into that. Yeah, yeah. So you can really kind of break it down into two pieces, right? So the first one is the customer sales side of it. And then the other side is the building of the team. So we'll kind of walk through each. Um, but you might have heard other terms for it, uh, direct sales, maybe multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what most people will call it, like MLM. Um, yeah. People with a more of a negative condensation to it will probably mention MLM, yeah. I, would, I would say. Yeah. Um, um, and like we've mentioned in a lot of other episodes, um, you know, there are a lot of companies out there and they do operate in different ways. So... You know, we tend to think of our business more as network marketing or direct sales Mm -hmm. um, just because of the structure of it. Uh, There are other ones that are, I would say, are more of an MLM type of case where, you know, you have different people at different levels and they kind of stay at those levels or can't surpass certain things. But, um, you know, we'll talk about that on another episode as well. But really kind of diving into that direct sales customer product kind of thing. Uh, the important thing to note about you know network marketing is that your revenue is coming from the sale of products and services. It is not coming from the act of recruiting, which is what a pyramid scheme is, and that's what a lot of people think of. So for Scott and I, anytime we have somebody join our business, we don't make a dime off of that. We don't see any kind of money or revenue or you know bonus from just signing somebody up which is why we are so particular and careful about who we invite to do business with us. Yeah, pretty much who can join our team. Um, I've turned people away. Like, hey, you know what? This probably doesn't seem like a good fit for us and for you at Mm -hmm. this point in time. Um, You probably need to straighten out some things in your life um, or some things that I just see they're not being consistent, not being held accountable for our meetings. So, you know, I turn them away. Um, So, yeah, I'm very particular. We're very particular about who joins our team, our ethos. Um, Yeah. So, for sure. Um, So, with that revenue coming from the sale of products or services, you can kind of think of it, you know, kind of like a franchise, but online-based. Yeah, so no brick and borders. Yeah. Brick and mortar. (laughs) Borders. Uh, So, no uh, brick and mortar building, uh, which is really cool. So, this is the benefit and also the downside. So it's usually a low cost to start a network marketing business, um, which is really cool because a lot of people, pretty much anybody can do it, mm-hmm. can start one. Uh, but that's the downside uh, is that it's so low that you don't really treat it like a business. Yeah. So that's the other issue. Like if most traditional businesses are going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars, let's take chiropractic, for example, that's going to cost at least, uh, you can probably go on the on a, on a off like a low end and go 5000 maybe 10000 but 
I'm going to put more effort into that in my mind because it seems like I put more money into it. If that's if you if you see what I'm saying there. So you do need to treat it like a business. Um, it's very rewarding that it is low cost and that you can start it, and it gives you the option to build from the ground up. So yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was just a little side side yeah. thing. <laughs> I know that kind of went off on a tangent. So going back to the franchise um, example, so I think we're all familiar with McDonald's. You know, they're mm -hmm. a huge corp corporation, and then people can buy a McDonald's franchise where they own and operate their own McDonald's store, but they do not, you know, own or operate any other of the McDonald's locations. I mean, they could have multiple, but um, if somebody else owns it, you're not a part of that. So with network marketing, you essentially become that business owner of that particular franchise, you know, of your own business. You don't have a brick and mortar location, like Scott said, but you do have your own business where you are selling products and people can only get them through somebody like you. So for example, all of our, our uh, health and wellness, sports nutrition, um, home or beauty products, you know, people can't just walk into Walmart or Target and get those. They can't just go onto Amazon and buy them. They have to get them through somebody like Scott yes. and I. Um, they're only available through us as business owners you know, part of that network marketing company. As an independent, you know, business owner for that uh, network marketing corporation, you become a prosumer instead of just a consumer. So if you think of going to Walmart, you're a consumer of their products. You walk into Walmart, you buy your stuff, you leave and they're like, cool, thanks for the money. Mm -hmm. um, but as a prosumer, you know, when we buy our own products, like obviously we love working out, we're in the gym all the time. Um, we use a lot of our sports nutrition products or vitamins and supplements. We are being prosumers because we're buying through our own business and we're getting a cutback of that. Yeah, basically the companies are paying you uh, to market their products. And even mm -hmm. with uh, self-use, um, they're going to cut you a little bit of that portion back. Mm -hmm. um, so it really just saves you money. It's smart business. Yeah. Um, and then same thing with customer sales. You know, we sell to our customers they love using our products. The companies that we are representing are loving that, you know, they don't have to pay millions and millions of dollars for a billboard or a TV ad, hoping that the right person will see it and take action on it. They're kind of paying post-marketing, if you would. Um, you know, yes, we have this customer. They bought, you know, our multivitamin from us. Then the company's like, awesome. Thank you for marketing to that person. Here's a cutback of you know, what they purchased. Yeah. So you, basically it's, you, you're being more targeted. Um, is that the billboards, you don't know who you're going to target. You don't know who's going to look up and see it versus where if you have somebody out there and they, they hear a need and then they can feel a need. So that's mm -hmm. being very targeted. Yeah. Um, and then most people are happy when, when, when they get results. Mm -hmm. so, absolutely. And along those lines, because, you know, specifically with the business Scott and I are working in and how we like to run our business and how our team likes to work. You know, we're not just trying to get somebody to buy something. We're like Scott said, we're really listening for that need. Um, if somebody talks about how they're constantly tired throughout the day, you know, we have supplements that are really great at fighting fatigue, like vitamin B12, for example, or rhodiola, or if they're talking about how, you know, they, uh, are looking for some extra energy before their workouts, you know, we have several products that can work with that. So we look for a need and we fill it. 
versus just trying to push a product on somebody who might not need it. Yeah, exactly. And then from that, whenever they have another need, they'll come to us like, hey, mm -hmm. you know what? I have this because I enjoy this so much. So it just kind of, it, it really just pays for, it does its own yeah. marketing for itself. So in that, you're building that customer loyalty that is benefiting that the network. corporation. Yeah. I mean, it benefits you as a business owner, but it also benefits the, the corporation because they have people consistently coming back to purchase their products. So they reward us as the business owners who have marketed and, you know, help them sell that product. They're rewarding us by giving a portion of that proceed or the revenue. Yep, exactly. So it's called uh, revenue sharing pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another part really is, you know, we talk about the consumer and, you know, obviously using your own products. Um, but then the, the other part is building the team. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably where, uh, it gets the most muddled and confused yes. for people and where a lot of misconceptions come from. So we're building a team and this is how I explain to people. They're like, well, I don't understand. I was like, well, any company and inside any company, any franchise, you have to grow. Mm -hmm. And in order to grow, they have employees. Well, instead of employees, we just have business partners. Mm -hmm. And what we like about, particularly our side, I can't speak for other companies, but with our company is that it doesn't matter when you get started. If you do more work, you get paid more. Mm -hmm. Even if you've been in it for six months and I've been doing this for two years, if you do more work, you get paid more than I do, which mm -hmm. is completely fair and I love it. And... I just, before we move on from that, yeah. I really want to drive home the point that that is not the case for all network marketing businesses. Yeah. So we've done, um, in season one, episode four, we did a two-part series on really good questions that you should be asking before you join a network marketing company. And part of those questions is really understanding the business model and how you get paid and how you can advance. Yeah. Um, we will also be doing a uh, podcast episode on the different um, compensation plans in the future. But just to reiterate, not all companies work that way. There are a lot of companies that have limitations on how much you can grow and advance within the company. And one of the big reasons why Scott and I built our business with the company we're with is because there are not, there <laughs> are not those limitations on us um, where, you know, we're not stuck based on who brought us in and when we got in. It's yeah. all performance driven. It's all performance driven, which we love because um, that's the American dream, mm -hmm. you know, build something from the ground up of your own. But just like with any, any company, you have to build mm -hmm. a team around you. Um, so it's no different here. Um, the, the great thing is, is that you don't have that, what that boss employee relationship where the boss play, pays the employee, you know, the bare minimum to do the most amount of work that he, he mm -hmm. wants to get the most out of that employee. Just and then, enough not to quit. Exactly. And then the employee does enough just, just so enough that, not, not to, to get, get fired. fired. <laughs> um, so you don't have that, that seesaw effect there going on. Mm -hmm. um, Which, again, is why we're so careful about who we bring into our business because... You know, we have been stung before by, you know, people who talked a big game and then didn't do anything. So when we bring in somebody that's not going to actually build their business, then yeah. we're not, you know, earning any kind of revenue from training that person. Exactly. And when, when somebody doesn't do anything, it's okay if they don't understand and they're just like in the training process, but mm -hmm. at least they're taking our advice. Yeah. That's and, and applying that advice. The problem is sometimes people just don't do that. So, yeah. yeah, but that's okay. It happens. Um, that's their own business. So. Yeah, exactly. 
So, um, yeah. So just like I said, building a team, you need to build a team around yeah. you. And the whole purpose <clears throat> of building that team is to compound your efforts. So you're compounding your time, you're compounding your effort. Um, you know, I myself maybe can do five hours a week, um, outside of my full-time job to build our network marketing business. But Scott can also do five hours a week. And, you know, one of our other partners can also do five hours a week. And right there, you know, that five hours that I can put in turns into 15, 20 hours amongst all of us, you know, and we're all working towards that same goal. Um, so we're able to accomplish more together. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, just more partners equals more sales equals more revenue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then that makes the corporation more happy. Yeah. And <laughs> they give more bonuses. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean... So that's really how it works. Um, you know, again, we can't speak for all network marketing companies, um, all corporations, but the one that we work with that we really enjoy, um, you know, we get paid through customer sales, retail volume, and then we also get paid for training our business partners to grow their business as well. We're not making a cut off of their income. No. Um, it's a separate you know, the corporation is giving us a cut because of the revenue the, for the, training them properly. The corporation is making a lot of money off of the sales that um, they have, like the independent business owners typically um, drive for them. Um, so they're able to actually save money because they're not paying all these millions on billboards and mm -hmm. TV ads and stuff like that. So that's how they're able to cut the bonuses. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. So hopefully that cleared a few things up for you guys. Um, if you have any more questions about network marketing, how it works. Or if you um, just didn't understand something out of this audio mm -hmm. or this podcast, just um, just let us know. Just just write us a question. Be like, hey, you know what? You talked about this, and I didn't quite understand that. Can you elaborate more? We'll be happy to jump on and do a podcast about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you can actually submit those questions or you know, comments to, uh, our, we have a form on our website at ethoslegion.com forward slash podcast. Um, you can fill that out and we'll get back to you or answer it on a future episode. Yeah. And we also don't run ads on here because mm -hmm. they're annoying and nobody <laughs> wants to deal with that mess. So we, we really want this to be informational to clear up the air a little bit, um, about network marketing, direct sales, uh, e-commerce, um, so we just appreciate if you share this episode, if you found it, um, you know, informational, educational, and also leave us a five-star review. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also if you have in, you can also follow us on, uh, ethos underscore legion or at ethos underscore legion on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you have, if you have any interest or, um, if you want more information about what Angelica and I do, uh, just go to ethoslegion.com forward slash join. Yep. All right, guys, that wraps it up for our first episode of season two, and we'll see you next week. All right, TTFM. Yeah.